Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome, everyone, to yet another episode of the Flex and Bobo podcast show. We're here again with a juicy, spicy episode, and today we're talking about sex. Yay! Our favorite, <laughs> our favorite, Honestly, favorite topic. Truly. The one topic that we're all not talking about, but all thinking about. So let me just open up the conversation. Flex, let me know. How has your relationship with sex evolved over the years? And where are you now? Okay, I'm going to do my best to answer this in a hundred words or less so we can we can <laughs> expand on this thought greater. But I think my relationship yes. with sex has been much better post-long-term relationship because you're way mm. more focused on mutual pleasure and not about performing. I think so much of my younger sexual experience was performing to this idea of what was attractive? What do people in the throes of pleasure do? What don't they do? What do I want? Does it matter? What does he want? Let's focus on that. <laughs> and now I'm just uh, I'm not selfish, but I'm definitely way more demanding. I think that it's not enough for me to have sex that isn't pleasurable. We're learning here. Yes. Like, I'm not going to not say that I enjoy myself when I didn't. You're not getting any more than you give. That's where I'm at currently. But I'm having a really, really fun time. Wait, why is it post-relationship? Do you feel like being in a relationship just like make sex less pleasurable no is it more performative is it boring no I just think that sex as an activity is a skill and if you're not exercising Ooh. that skill very often then you aren't at the position you need to be to excel at it you know or maybe that's just because I'm mm. very competitive <laughs> but I just, <laughs> but I just found that when I was in uh, a long-term relationship or had long-term sexual partners better that's a probably a better way to describe it that I had time to evolve the experience because the monotony of like a cute little missionary doggy one too gets boring every now and then you want to be like oh well I do want to try that and what's this what's this handcuff thing people do oh there's toys oh like we can use lube all the time not just when I'm dry great so Ooh, it's it's okay. exciting but please let me know what your sexual what's your opinion on sex and your sexual experience today but in a hundred words, yeah. because we can always expand. I think, you know what? All women can relate to the experience of performative mm. sex in the early stages. And someone actually told me that your sex life really improves once you hit 40. At least for women, <sighs> it does. Which I thought was interesting. I think a lot of us learn about sex from porn. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that is the primary issue around like sex that's centered around male pleasure because ma porn is made for a male gaze. And a lot of us watch porn at a young age or actually I've stopped watching porn because I think it's bad for me, but we'll get Ooh, into that okay. later on in the conversation. <laughs> but I feel like that's, that's, you know, in the beginning I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know what the things are. So let me go on Pornhub and learn and I feel like that really ruined my life but also just like 
in the beginning of your romantic life, you're attracting and you're with a lot of trash guys who use your body as just a vessel for their nuts, for their orgasm. Speak on it. And so, (laughs) literally, so you orient yourself and your perception of your body as like this tool for male pleasure. And that was pretty much it for me until very recently, honestly. And then there's also like, I used to hate my body and just the perception of my body has changed as I've evolved from just being like this thing that is for other people's validation and other people's pleasure to today, it's like a vessel for my soul it's so much more than just like a thing for someone to nut in. So what was the tipping so point now, for you recently? Yeah. Like what do you think happened or what can you attest to your dramatic change or relationship to se- to sex too? Um, one, not watching porn. Okay. And two, and we'll, we'll dissect that mm. later. But two, I also think, um, you know what it is? I think, and I still struggle with this to to a large extent and sometimes it's worse than other times but my relationship with my body I think a lot of times with women we're so nitpicky and we're so harsh on ourselves and honestly you cannot enjoy or even appreciate yourself as a sexual being if you don't appreciate your body and we're so like fragmented in the way that we experience our bodies as women, we're like, oh my gosh, my stomach is so bloated. Oh my gosh, my thighs are too flabby. Just like Mm. all these different things. And I feel like that fragmentation of self is what causes your sex life to not be, or just like your relationship with sex, to not be whole because your perception of your body is also not whole. And yeah, so I think those two things and also just like being more vocal and just being like listen fam Mm. this is what the fuck I want (laughs) so you know what's funny about that because I just find that you know I can be aggressive in my delivery (laughs) really how do you do what is your delivery let me give you a scenario actually (laughs) common scenario so you're with a guy Mm -hmm. and you're just not feeling it yeah, okay. It's five minutes in now. It's five minutes into foreplay. Is he like going down on me? Yeah, okay, it's right. foreplay. He's like going down, but you're not. It's just trash. What do you do or say? Okay. So if this is the first time we've had sex, which is what I call my preliminary sex stage, I tell mm. people, I'm going to let you be. Like, do this as if this is going to be a reoccurring sexual relationship. Do this as you would do it generally, just so I get a vibe of what you think is appropriate. And then I use that as a benchmark to go in the next time and be like, okay, I get this is how you want to like finger me with your limp ass fingers. No, this is how I like it. (laughs) So if this was somebody I'd slept with, like let's say the third time, I think depending on how horny I was, I'd be like, okay, wait. Like I need two to three more fingers. I'm going to need some like variation in thrust. Um, but love yeah. what you're doing. That, I just mean that's how I need to do it. Cause otherwise I'm just like, actually don't worry about it. And I think for me, <laughs> for me, I am so aware of like protecting the male ego that I'm not going to give you some extra mm. moans to make you feel better and make you put you back into it. Like, no, no, no. You're going to get what you're, you're going to get, like, my body will tell you what's on and popping. Like, I don't force these moments yeah. for anyone. If I didn't come and you've been there for half an hour, like, 
I don't know whose problem that is. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm fine. I don't have much on tonight. I can wait. So I think, but if it's, I think it's much harder. The thing I've noticed is with sexual experiences, you need to start as you intend to finish, which means that it's really hard to flip gears. Like if you are a passive sexual partner, if you aren't saying what you want or being vocal about sex, it's really hard to switch into that six months in when man's is still trying to go down on you and he's like circling around your clip. But he's like, oh, I've lost my rhythm. But he's like breathing real harsh. And like his back is all hunched. You're like, be sexy. Like, please give me something good to look at here. (laughs) You can't say too much, you know? So I just feel like, you need to start from the get-go being like, this is how... Do you know what? I even advocate for conversations about the sex you want to have before you have sex. Yes. It's so Why fun. do you not do that? That's like foreplay. <laughs> oh, my God. How do you... I can't imagine initiating that, though. I'm all about, like, let's all have conversations. But when it really comes down to... <laughs> I can't sit a guy down and be like, hi, um, so this... Like, I've never done really? that. So how do we... Yeah, it's always sort of like, you know, it comes up in casual conversation. But I've never had, like, a let's sit and talk about sex. Okay, you so know when I mean? it does come up in casual conversation, how explicit are you about your sexual preferences? I don't know. You know what? Because I'm a people pleaser. Oh, sis. I I already don't want to hear it. (laughs) (laughs) And I think this is also why I've never experienced an orgasm from a guy Mm. until like a month ago. Mm. So at my big age, I had never. And I'm complicit in that because I... I think for a long time, I just expected guys to just know what they're doing. But guys are also learning from porn, Absolutely. which is trash. And so they don't know what they're doing. And I'm also not telling them. Um, but also a lot of times they also just don't want to hear mm. it. Like if you're like, no, 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 go left, go left, go higher. They just stay where you, you know Yeah, they're mean? kind of like, this, so, that wasn't for me. <laughs> yeah, literally. And I'm like, no, 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 like I'm give, I'm drawing you a map. Like I'm GPSing <laughs> you right now. Log into please my follow direct please. <laughs> literally. Oh, see, that's so interesting. I think that I, okay, so if, Granted, a lot of the sex I've been having is dating app sex, where like you meet someone on a dating app and then you have a chat. And my really, I've never done that. Oh, really? How is that? Well, the thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not like I'm on the app being like, "Come to my house so we can exchange in coitus." <laughs> it's like, oh no, we go on a date and then from there, I'm like, oh, come back to mine, I'll go back to yours. But the thing is. My whole, uh, uh, I guess, my strategy with dating generally is I do this thing where I tell people like, hey, like FYI, I don't want to do this like 50% half glass full. Let's like hide our trauma until like week five. I might not want to commit that much time into you. So let's do this thing where we're completely honest. You say what you want, what you don't want. And we have weird conversations Mm. or forward conversations now so that if one of us isn't into it tomorrow it's fine you get the whole thing and then you can like fuck off and it's all good you know as opposed to being like i want to be coy because i don't want to let him know that i want him to choke me until like we're like four months into it (laughs) and then no 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 i want the best possible experience and part of that is being really really candid 
And so, right. like, for instance, I'll do this thing where, you know, you have, like, what are you looking for conversation? And then you have that online, you come offline, you'd be like, oh, you know, so what do you do? I'd be like, oh, you know, like, I'm a DJ, I'm a TV presenter, I run a sex and dating podcast. They'd be like, oh, like, what's that about? I'm like, we just talk about, like, sex and dating and friendships and social media and all that stuff. And like, oh, so what kind of things mm. do you talk about? Oh, like, explicitly, the kind of sex we want, the kind of sex we're not having, the kind of sex that exists. They'd be like, oh, okay, like, what? I'm like, what? What do you mean like what oh like what sex do you want to have great thanks for asking so <laughs> and then you rattle up a list you're like I want it really soft I want it really hard I'm in heaps of foreplay I like kink I'm into a bit of choking I like toys and then someone's like oh okay I get where you're coming from here but then also when you pose the question ah. back that's when you find out how comfortable someone is with talking about sex before you know it they're like oh you know like no I'm not really into dirty talk it's not my thing okay great now I know not going to ask that of you, you know, or like, oh, I'm just like not really into like anal. Great. Now I know it of you. And then we can right. move forward with some context <clears throat> around the experience we're about to have. I don't want to get in and be like, oh, let's do guesswork. Does you like his balls sucked? Oh, I don't really know. Like <laughs> I want to have some insight. And if I don't know, I'm just going to ask when we're spooning or like that pre foreplay stage. Like, what do you like? What don't you like? It's so much easier. I am taking notes. Babes, put these. I'm honestly, honestly taking notes. my sex game didn't improve until I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to have to ask these questions because there's nothing worse than like dealing with somebody's Guessing. body and being like, I don't actually know what you want here in this situation. Like, some guys, guys yeah. like, don't touch my nipples. Gross. And other guys <laughs> like, oh, please, like, get amongst it. I don't want to have to be there. Like, there's nothing worse than being denied or shut down during sex based on your lack of experience or knowledge about the person's body. There's, like, nothing right. worse. How sad is that? When you're trying to, like, you know, throw it back, he's like, oh, ow. Like, no, <laughs> you've hurt me. <laughs> or, like, when you go to choke him, he's wow. like, oh, no, thank you. I was talking to this guy having this conversation. I haven't slept with him, but we talk about sex quite a bit. Um, And he was like, oh, my frustration is like the dissonance between girls who say they like rough sex and what rough sex is to me. And I was like, oh, please elaborate. Oh, And he's like, oh, I just have a lot of misunderstandings in the bedroom. And I was like, again, please elaborate. And he said, oh, (laughs) you know, there was this one experience where this girl had said to me that she liked really rough sex. And then I ripped her bra off and she started crying. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, yeah, I just like, I thought she just wanted it really aggressive. And like, that was just, wasn't it. And then he's like, you know, there's the other girl where she said she was really into kinks and rough sex, and then I spat in her mouth, and she freaked out. I'm... (laughs) Who is this guy? (laughs) And I was like... You know I would have killed him. I guess that's fair, because it's, like, such a broad stroke. And to somebody, a kink is using, like, a handcuff or, like, a toy in bed. That's a kink to someone. And a kink to other people is like, oh, I want to cut you with a knife because I'm into blood play. Oh my god, this is why open communication. Come yeah, on now. This is Could you imagine? But you know what what one of the things that I feel like inhibits open communication is the fact that a lot of men are sexually repressed. And we just don't talk about this enough. Mm-hmm. Um growing up in very Christian households mm. or like yeah, just, or just religious up in very religious societies, mm. yeah can breed a lot of, like, repressed sexuality. And I think, like, a lot of men don't admit that, like, they're honestly, like, sexually repressed and they they crave sex so much. 
but they would never for the life of them talk about it. Yeah. And, and the talking like, is objectively the best bit. Yeah. There's nothing like, you know, I know for a fact that if I haven't spoken to somebody about like what this can be, I'm going to be in my head. Like I'm going to forget to engage. I'm going to forget to, you know, enjoy the moment. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, are you, are you good? I'm like, ah, oh, actually, ah, I don't really want to be like, clasping hands with you and looking into your eyes at this very moment man I met 48 hours ago (laughs) like it's just not that deep (laughs) to me and I'd prefer not to role play like this fucking romance like I feel like also that's a frustration with intimacy versus romance like people always assume talk about it I think that granted when you're in these like sexual experiences people always uh misinterpret intimacy as romance like you can lock it like you can look in my eyes and not have me fall in love with you in the same way you can like you know bust it down from behind and I can still feel the intimacy I don't necessarily need romance in every sexual experience I have I don't want to be like stroked and caressed because I feel like it's very performative in a lot of ways like let me perform in this way that gets her to think that I'm meeting her halfway and it's like or we can just enjoy this as an activity that's always you know I don't know if I'm capable of that really um, she I want every day so, making love. <laughs> Literally. <Say> <laughs> but you know, it's not even like every day making love. But for me, there needs to be an element. Okay, I am a safe heterosexual. Mm-hmm. So I'm literally physicality is not enough for me to be sexually attracted to someone. I can find someone stunning. And I can think that someone has all the sex appeal in the world, but I still don't want to, like, I don't, I'm not down to fuck. Mm. Um, For me, I have to find someone really, really compelling. I have to find their mind just absolutely, like, incredible. So I think that comes with a level of romance. So it's not so much that I need to be in love with someone in order to, like, have sex with them. But I, there has to be some level of, like, romance, some level of, like, intrigue. I tried to do the whole casual sex thing during college. And it just wasn't, like, it just didn't work out for me. Like, I just wouldn't be aroused. I just wouldn't. And I just realized that, like, I need, I need romance. I need intellect. I need um, intimacy to some degree. Or else I'm just dry. I'm just the Sahara Desert. But what is it? <laughs> but no, like- I totally agree. I think intimacy is totally necessary. Like we're not yeah. out here, you know, throwing it back just for funsies. I think there needs to be <laughs> an element of connection. But I also am really over the like manipulative role play romance element. Like, mm. you know. Do you think let- romance is performative? Absolutely. Sense? With a new person, absolutely. Oh, tell me why. Why do you think that? Well, I just think so much of romance is about shared, like shared intimate connections. And if we haven't shared any real intimate connections, then I highly doubt that you're connecting to me Ooh. in the way that you are performing. That you are this whole like let's clasp hands, look into the eye. I'm connected to you. Fun, great, but better when I know that you actually feel these things. Like with someone I love and who loves me love that but if it's fresh and new let it be fresh new and fun why are we trying to rush into this like make love Romeo and Juliet like I would never have any aggression towards you because I couldn't hurt a woman and like kinks never Mm. like you are so special and precious it's like I understand I get it I get it like it's okay but I just think I yeah I definitely think a lot of 
early, I mean, I, I'm all about lovemaking, but in early stages when love has not been made, I just feel like it's manipulative. Wow. Yeah. So do you, that is so fascinating. I've never actually heard that from anyone. Mm. Do you think sex can ever be casual? Or yes. is that phrase casual sex, is that an oxymoron? No. Really? <laughs> Shall I, I don't elaborate? Know if I can have, I can have sex without like being in love and without yeah. catching feelings. Mm. Um, but it's never, even, okay, on a like metaphysical level or on a spiritual level, do you think that if you are having sex with someone, there's an exchange of energies that's happening regardless of like the shared level of intimacy and romance? Absolutely. But I mean, but but can it still be casual within that context? Yes. Because I think that, you know, when I'm choosing a sexual partner, there's yeah. still there's still an element of connection that needs to be established here. Like, I'm just not letting anybody hit. It's not like the yeah. common Joe next door. Like, I feel like in some way I need to regard you as somebody I could be friends with, I could respect, or I could, you know, there's that has been taken care of. So the foundation of this person's character has been accounted for. I get it. I'm about it, you know. But I think what I try not to get lost in is, you know, uh, misinterpreting, intimacy for a romantic connection and so I think Mm. the casual mind the casualness is about the mindset of it like let me enjoy this experience in its temporal form and then you know acknowledge that we're exchanging our spiritual energies and our frequencies but also acknowledge that it is casual in the sense that I'm not attaching myself to you consciously long-term yeah I like a lot of sex for me is recreational and that's why when I'm in long-term relationships I don't necessarily feel as though although I I love having sex a lot I don't that's not a reminder to me that we're connected you know I know a lot of people like oh no I know we're okay when we have sex and no 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 I know we're okay when you're still like sharing your traumas with me and still like listening and learning and understanding sex to me is like a a fun cherry on top it's a it's a priority I mean that cherry is like Mm -hmm. gargantuan but I think that I'm not looking to it as a litmus test for level of connection that's why I can exchange in sexual activity with people that I don't want to be in my life for very long as the activity that happens to be intimate oh my gosh Mm. That is really interesting. Look at us so, okay. coming at this from two separate why, angles. <laughs> <laughs> why do you think women aren't having orgasms? Let's just talk. So now we're talk- We're getting more like heteronormative. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll get queer have sex. To. Have you had any queer experiences? Just to- you know what's wild? Um, I am more sexually attracted to women than I am to men. But I think I'm more romantically attracted to men than I am to women. Good distinction to make. Yeah. I haven't had, like, full-blown sex with a woman. Just, like, casual hooking up. But another thing is, I don't know if women know that... Do I need to, like, put out an ad and just be like, Hi, guys. I'm gay as fuck. Yeah, it's tricky. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm, It's mm -hmm, really mm -hmm. hard for me to, like engage with a woman romantically and sexually because I'm really nervous to even like approach women and I'm also into like a very specific type of of woman and that type of woman is never into me so yeah I don't get to have those experiences as much as I would like to so this is an ad okay I'm putting out an ad yeah yeah shoot the shot (laughs) listen slide into my dms Mm. if (laughs) 
<laughs> if you're an astronaut. So most of my like sexual experience is um, heteronormative, unfortunately. Sorry to those who are listening who feel ostracized (laughs) by this conversation, but it's going to continue and stay heteronormative until we get uh, more of a queer, until we have queer guests, essentially. Yeah, basically. Um, But I also know for sure, I know that like queer sex is just better. Mm. I just, you know, well, okay, let me say like women on women sex is just better because i feel that women are to a large extent more connected to our bodies Mm. and therefore more connected to other women's bodies and i feel like there's more of an it's more of a shared experience as opposed to like i am taking something from you if Mm. we even look at the language around heteronormative sex it's like oh i smashed oh let's Mm. i fucked her it's very much like a subject object dynamic and mm. i think that also just takes away a lot of like the intimacy and the pleasure out of like heteronormative sex and i think that's why one of the one million reasons why women aren't having orgasms is because men tend to see women's bodies as just like a medium to nut and that's mm. that there yeah. it is i just think that uh I believe that women generally are taught and encouraged and uh, drawn to facilitating a man's nut and a man is drawn Mm. to facilitating his own nut. So by the time you get to the stage, you're like, oh, hold on, like who's who's looking after my nut? You're so far into your sexual development that you're kind of like, there's so much unlearning to do and it's hard. It's hard to figure it out. And also like so much of our sexual understanding or awakening is happening so insularly like alone in our rooms in secret like not talking about it still being shamed for masturbating for watching porn or whatever it might be that you know it's so repressive in a sense that by the time you like shed those layers of repression lean into it and start to enjoy and understand how your body works and how to best pleasure it you're so deep into your your big your big age it's like you're 30 something (laughs) talking about oh okay I understand now how this should work for me and I understand that my pleasure is also a priority are you having regular orgasms from like to not by a guy from men in intercourse it's like if i'm rubbing my clit or if i'm like got a toy but no guy i'm not no guy let's say three guys of my body count which do we need to go into i don't how do i rattle this (laughs) off no maybe three guys have consistently made me orgasm but it's a different one it's not like a a full body orgasm is not as fun to me as a clit orgasm because it just kind of oh, washes over you. Oh, there's a you. difference? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Now yeah. I need a master class. Like an there's internal orgasm difference? for me is kind of like a, it's very, hmm, it's like, hmm, how do I word this? It feels like a bit like a strain. Like you feel it, like every, like your fingers tense, your toes tense. It's just like an overwhelming strain of your muscles. Yeah. And though it feels good, it's not a very centralized uh pleasure it's like oh I feel it all over me and then I feel it all gone whereas like right. if you just like you know action to clit you're like there it is I know how it feels I know where where I'm gonna feel it that's what I'm about and I just because oh. I'm like too big on my vibrators I just cannot masturbate with my hands anymore and therefore <gasps> I'm the tongue. opposite <laughs> oh really I re- I just tried a vibrator like when a week ago for the first time 
Oh, congratulations. And I don't know. Thank you. <laughs> I was so excited. I was like, wow, like this, like I'm a new bitch. Mm-hmm. Um, Get it. But you know what? I don't think... I, I think I prefer my hands. Really? Like I, yeah. I also feel like it's it's ruining my sex life. Like I Absolutely, <laughs> like... babes. The day that I <laughs> discovered my magic wand, I was like, okay, so no dick will tie me down ever. Because the way this thing <laughs> operates, it's quick. <laughs> Three to five minutes. <laughs> Let me not like, try literally and stress. <laughs> but also it's like it's a different type of orgasm yeah it's it's very um it's mechanical it's methodical it's like we're we're doing this for a quick release there's nothing sensual here yeah and i'm not sure i like that but also i feel like it's made me it's made me less what's the word more sensitive to like pleasure in that way Mm. as if as in like i feel like now i require more you know (laughs) As you should. It's ruining me. (laughs) Nah, 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 nah. Okay. Okay. I understand that. But let's go back to this idea of requiring more. Are you of the mindset that climaxing is the end of sex or the priority or the goal of sex? Let's talk about this. I actually Mm. now, recently, because I feel like for my entire life, I say this like I've I've been having sex my whole life. I'm actually quite (laughs) new to this whole thing. I feel like I've been looking for the orgasm. I've I've been mm. like, oh my god, like where's it? Um, which guy is gonna give <laughs> Where it is to me? <laughs> 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 like, why aren't these niggas giving it to me? But now, mm. now that I've had one, um, that I've experienced one with a male, I realize it's actually the least interesting part of the entire experience. Isn't and so, it? You know what I mean? I feel like we need we need to divest from orgasms. That's my Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am, but Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Unpopular <laughs> opinion of the day. Yeah. <laughs> because honestly, mm. I feel like the, the pleasure and the joy of sex is just the bliss of the experience as mm. a whole. Like mm-hmm. from foreplay to to the middle to the end and like when we attach a destination or an outcome to sex you actually that outcome distracts you from the pleasure that you're here to experience and so I feel like I'm more present um now that I'm not like looking for this thing and also I feel like it maybe I'm just a little bit more like open to it because that's another thing a lot of times we're just not I don't know orgasms aren't necessarily something to be given to us by the other person but a lot of times we just need to be open to experiencing them and Mm. sometimes we're like blocked by sexual trauma or like self-hate and just insecurities within our bodies I just think orgasms are overrated especially if I can give one to myself anyway um, I'd rather you just like suck my titties and just make sure I have a good time. Come on for the titty sucking. I think yes. I attribute 
my vibrator to my sexual liberation <laughs> because tell me as tell soon me as more. as soon as you are climaxing a lot of your own accord right you get to understand what you need it for and to me I look my favorite sexual experiences are with people and so I'm like, I don't want to be like when I'm at home, I'll just rub one out for relaxation. You know what I mean? Not because I'm trying to like alleviate a sexual feeling, if that makes sense. Right. So often if I'm going to use my vibrator, it's not like I'm already horny. It's like, oh, I would like to be. And then I'd like to get out of my system really quickly. So when I'm having sex with people, I'm so much more attuned to, oh, like what, it, what are we sharing here? This is nice. Let's try this. Let's do this. And then yeah. if I come, great. But also... Like you owe me like a marathon of experiences before you get to that point. Because I often think ah. that this idea of like, like this rush to make a person come negates the idea of like, let's also make sure everything before that point is good. It seems like this whole, like, did I make you come? It's like, Oh, is it, can you reward me for my average attempt at intimacy? So I can just say, wow. I, I got a win out of you. Like I, like I still, I still delivered. No, I'd rather not ever come with a guy if the if the intimacy, if the penetration, if all the foreplay is like a ten out of ten. Fantastic, that's great because I know You'd worst case scenario that, yeah. we've got options in the drawer next to me. We've got wands, we've got dildos, we've got little squish balls. Like there are options there. I can take care of that. But if you aren't meeting me halfway, like if you can't arouse me before this, like. Yeah, if you can't arouse before you get to the point of, like, climax, I'm like, what are we here for? Right. I don't want to hold out for this, like, one, like, fleeting moment. That's not my priority. Well, do you think, like, the male obsession with women orgasming? Mm. So, so I'll be more specific. So do you think, I was literally going to ask, do you think it's narcissistic? This, it's narcissistic Because a lot of times guys core. are like, did you come? You know, <laughs> oh, like, well, but I want to I make you come. For who? If that was I always wonder that you to make that happen before we finish. Did I say anything? No, it's not a priority (laughs) here. And it's like this whole idea of when you see like there's nothing worse than watching somebody trying to make you feel something. My mind is shut down because then it becomes reinforced tenfold. There's barbed wire, electric shocks are happening. Like, do not force me to feel this thing as a point to validate your ego as well like you're rubbing me raw so you feel better are you sure (laughs) (laughs) it's so important to recognize that like women's orgasms are actually tied to men's self-worth like i think a lot of like men's self-worth comes from a how big their dick is b how long they can go and see how many women they can make come wow and all of that has nothing to do with me. So it's not my it's business. Like, <laughs> this is not my business. <laughs> like none of that is my business. And so it's like, let's get back to, you know what? I think to a certain extent, sex does need to be narcissistic. Like yes, we do need to be focusing course. on ourselves. But not how the other person contributes to your narcissism. Let yes. it be self-serving. Like, because I often wow. think that like, it's too pronged to me because I do think two selfish people having sex is never going to equate to a beautifully conjoined experience. But while you're prioritizing mm. your partner's uh, pleasure, 
also make sure they're doing the same for you. So selfish in the sense that like you do me, I do you. Like right. let me like yeah. spend half an hour really getting in between these balls. So when you when I finish, <laughs> you come around with the same energy. You know what I mean? <laughs> Don't How give do me this feel? floppy floppy <laughs> just in case I won't give you head back. Come on now. <laughs> I was literally going to ask you Make about that. Make me feel like... grateful so I want to. <laughs> it's not like a tit for tat. I need to feel it with my chest. Well, I was going to ask you about, like, reciprocity in the Mm. bedroom. Yeah. Do you feel that, like, if you give a guy head or if you eat someone out, Mm. they must eat you out too? No, I don't agree. No. I do Do think think in the early stages where you're developing uh, maybe – uh, an expectation for the kind of sex you're willing to explore. I think it's important to remind your partner that like, yes, I too am down to eat your ass out or I, I too <laughs> am down for whatever, you know, just to like maintain the semblance of like exploration. But I think generally like if you've given me head for half an hour, but you're rock hard, I'm not going like, to add on to that. Cause all of a sudden you're in me and it's been 30 seconds. Like before right. you come, like there's, there's a rhythm here. Like let's let's enjoy the journey of it. <laughs> not just back and forth because you did it, so I've got to do it too. I think a lot of women are not comfortable with giving head because really? they find it. Yeah, I I once did a Q and A on my Instagram stories about like what are you not willing to do in sex? And a lot of women were like, I just really don't like the idea of giving head because it's demeaning or I think it's <laughs> disgusting. And I'm like, wow. Damn, that's why I've been showing my tricks. That's why I get my I'm like, up. excuse, I invented head. <laughs> I'm here, I'm like doing different like combinations, rotations. Like, I'm wow. dead. What are you doing instead? <laughs> wow. Okay, well, what are you not willing to do? Um, I'm still iffy about anal, only because oh, I... Yeah. I'm all like about eating ass or or anal. I'll eat ass. Like I'm I'm down. I'll do that. <laughs> I'll eat someone's so ass. It's chill. You'll but you'll eat ass, but you won't do anal. I'll peg someone, but for me, I'm crying. Every- <laughs> I am on the floor. I'm deceased. I'm like yeah, absolutely, babes. Like let me at it. But I just find that every time I get more than like two fingers in my ass I'm kind of like it's just not that good and I don't want (laughs) to do this out of obligation like there are so many other things that will feel amazing so why do I need to do this and especially Mm. often like the discussions that I'm having around anal is like do it for me or like I want to try this like it's something like I'm not some like here to tick off things off your bucket list like if it's not my (laughs) kink you know what I mean like I don't owe you anything this is not a tit for tat I don't work for you on your payroll so if I had someone who was like if do you know what I think it is though I think it's always this rush to anal a lot of guys don't understand that it's a process like we got to be training up in this bitch it's not from a finger to a whole dick especially when i'm around my big dick men you know what i mean like don't feel like you can bring this fucking eight inch situation (laughs) and then just ram it in me it's just not how it works you know what i mean and this is what the problem is the education around how you prepare for sex i mean these guys are out here being like well other girls want to do it sis has got her butt plugs she's doing the training so you don't have to selfish That is so true. But I think of all things, it's the only thing I'm not offering up. Like that is a process. If you, if you want to invest in it, if you want to start buying some butt plugs coming over every second day to like, you know, size up. Sure. You know, but I'm not doing that on my own accord just to please some guy (laughs) who wants to take it off his bucket list. Fuck out of here. 
But that is my, I think it's my only deal breaker. I don't really know. Oh, You'll suck some there toes. are some hectic kinks that I'm not into. Like I'm not doing blood play. Like you're not cutting me. Oh I'm yeah, not doing absolutely scat not. play. You're not shitting on me. But if someone oh, wanted me no. to pee on them, I feel like I would do it. <laughs> really? <laughs> Especially if they paid me for it. But I mean, who's going to pay? Who's paying me? I can't believe I have sex for free also, mind you. I, oh, it's just like you know what? Don't trigger workers. me. Do <laughs> not trigger right me. Free. Do not trigger me. Because I and I'm just like, wow, this majestic pussy. This wow. premium premium prime top golden shelf. Wow. Platinum. Uh-uh. All for free. Free. And not Even only that, like, imagine how what they what women do to make men feel interesting, understood, wow. recognized, like your ego strapped. And don't don't forget about the fake orgasm. Don't forget about oh, the fake orgasms. Should we talk about fake orgasms? Okay, tell me, Bobo, of your sexual experiences. If you oh. have to give me a percentage of how many times <laughs> you faked an orgasm, what are we talking? How I'm going to say ninety nine percent. What was that? Because, I'm going to say 99%. Because, honestly, I just didn't think it was possible. My jaw Until dropped. very recently. Mm. Like, and, like, I only started seeing Bay like, very recently. Mm. And because he's nurturing, attentive, compelling, mm. all the things, he is actually able to, like get me there mm. but before that i was just like oh my gosh this nigga is still going and i don't want to hurt his feelings so let me just pretend i think what happens a lot of times is that like the guy will come really really quickly oh, and then he'll yeah. be like oh my god but i have to make you come and then it's just i just already know that it's not gonna happen so i just fake it you know but i've left that energy in 2018 Great. 2019 moving forward, we are because you know what I realize it's it's not only a disservice to me, but it's a disservice to the guy mm. because I'm continuing the issue of men not being attentive and being aligned with our bodies because mm-hmm. I'm I'm complicit. I'm allowing it. I instead of putting my foot down and being like, no, don't do that. Don't use your teeth. <laughs> and, you know. <laughs> please don't ever. I fake it and then they think that that's pleasurable and they go to the next person and they do you know what I mean so I yeah. uh, that is my form of terrorism it, oh, faking orgasms is a form of terrorism I, I go said what I you said. fake orgasms <laughs> <Literally>. <laughs> what is your Look. percentage of fake orgasms 30 wow okay yeah, just cause I I think it's the Aries in me jumping out. It's the fire sign. <laughs> it's the type A. It's all of the above where I'm just like, mm. I cannot reward you for being subpar. And I think to me, like, although I can be passionate, like you can get some moans from me, but if, and I think I used to be, I used to coax the, the male ego a little bit like, oh no, like I did it. It's okay. Like, but now she's like, oh, no, not even close. <laughs> like, no, nah, I didn't. No, I didn't. <laughs> Oh, I'll just like, don't worry, I'll go. I'll sort it out later. Like, it's just, I can't. Oh my God. It is what it is. Wait, what and is I think the, the frustration reaction? is, don't check in on me after the fact. 
don't be like after you've already come you're spent trying to have pillow talk like hey how was that for you you know how it was <laughs> look at me but fam, am I you know awake? They, they don't know am I present they actually don't niggas don't be knowing and you know what's wild is that niggas if you ask any guy in the streets why are women not orgasming they're like no no, no I can't relate I yeah, every lay girl down I the strokes <laughs> every girl I and it's just like but the, story, the math is not adding up fam. it's not how Make can it every guy be like, no, I'm laying down strokes? But when I ask women, they're like, where are the strokes? Where are the, the strokes? Story, where are the strokes, fam? And it's this is why I advocate up. for the pre-sex conversation. Because if you if we have a chit-chat and you come through with this energy of like, yeah, you know, like pleasuring women is my passion and nothing gets me off more than getting you off. And I'm not at the at the height of climaxing by the end of this session, then you're a liar and we have to discuss it. That's just really? it. So but how we- I'm all about like I don't think everybody's sexually compatible either. And so or mm. there are oftentimes I'm like, you know what? I can enjoy the person and we're just not gonna have a sexual relationship. Because I don't think I you know, I think people like their sex in different ways. And if this is a sex you're used to delivering and it's worked for you and it's not working for me, maybe it's just us together. It's not it. Oh wow. Well, do you think there's such a thing then as bad sex? Uh, or is it just sexual incompatibility? There's bad sex. I just think, yeah, depending on what what your levels of tolerance are, there's bad sex. Because I think, I don't know, like, it's like pizza. Even if it's cold, it's still good. But it's not, like, amazing. It's not, like, fresh out the oven pizza. Yeah, I mean, maybe bad sex is trauma, like traumatic sex, like sexual assault. Um, But generally, I think there's a lot. There's a lot of, like, there's a lack of commitment to training and educating the person you're having sex with to be like, I totally get this is how your last six girlfriends like to, you know, throw it back for you. That's not how I do it. Like <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to ride you for a thousand years and be bouncing, bouncing. Cause I'll cramp. I understand maybe your last girlfriend was a gymnast. Love that for her. She sounds fantastic. <laughs> not my skill. Let me get off. <laughs> wow. See, these are the, th- I love that energy because these are the things for me that I get in my head about. And I'm just like, this is where the insecurity starts to come from. Mm. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, like I'm not the girls in the music videos who are like doing backflips back on the dick who are just like eating your ass out like it's the last supper. Like yeah. that's not me. Do you eat ass, Bobo? I can't. I I literally would rather deep throat a cactus <laughs> than to eat. Do ass. you get your ass eaten? I couldn't. You know, my friend told me that it's the best thing she's ever experienced in her life. That's the wave we're still, on, babes. That's the new wave. You know how maybe like really? five years ago people were like, oh, you like your boyfriend gives you head. <gasps> He's a freak. <laughs> you know. And then now it's kind of like, oh, everybody, everybody cops head. <laughs> I feel like ass so eating is that eating of ass. 2019. Absolutely. No, not everyone is. I think I feel like more guys are eating girls' asses, but not the other way around. I would uh, never eat a guy's ass. I'd rather die. <laughs> I would literally rather. Men are so. You need to get you a hygiene freak. I've I've been with a few of those, and it's great. It's like a shower before, a shower after. It's all fresh. The crevices are being, you know, taken care of. (laughs) And you know what? This is also... (laughs) I'm such a hygiene freak. I noticed recently... Well, actually, I've always 
known this about myself. I don't really like making out either. You know what I mean? Like mm. people are just like, oh, I made out with this guy for like six hours. And I'm like, no, I can't relate. <laughs> I'm not making out with anyone for more than 10 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> She's because I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, you were just eating pork chops and now you want to be. <laughs> yeah, that is, it's not, it's a problem when I can taste the remnants of what once was. You know what I mean? I just can't bring myself to, do, I, it's just as soon as I do it, I'm always thinking about like, oh my God, this person was just, you were just eating ass and now you want to come <laughs> make out with me. <laughs> Granted, How are you guys I making think, out for I think hours? I'm partly with you on that one because I think sometimes making out can just be really exhausting. It's stealing it all of my saliva. Like it's taking it out <laughs> of me and I need it. I can't be having a dry mouth, chapped lips, you know. And also I just find that I don't really need to be that connected to you. I just feel like your dick is already inside of me. Just stick to like keep your kisses to my neck and breast area. I just feel like keep the making out to foreplay and then it's fine. I like every now and then like a humble peck goes a long way. A considered three to four pecks, give it to me because I just feel like, yep, I'm with you. We're connected. I just feel like sometimes a make out is just, it's a lot. It's just it's just so much that like I'm just always thinking, oh my gosh, this person was just eating pig's feet and now he's in my mouth. Or just like <laughs> sometimes they just literally this one guy a few months ago literally just licked my face and I was just like, No, 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 oh. this making out thing. We've taken it too far. It's gone too far. We need to stop. Wow. I'm learning so much from you. So (laughs) what, what are your hard no's? Cause I feel like there are a few. Let's just, let's just go through them. Um, definitely eating ass. Okay. So that's a no. Toes. I cannot, I don't even like people touching my feet. I don't want my toes touched. I don't want my toes sucked. (laughs) I don't, I just think like everyone should pretend that we don't have feet. (laughs) Like let's not include them. (laughs) In our lives, it's just oh. not necessary. Okay, what what um, else is on the list? Um, I think that's about it, actually. Yeah, no, no spitting in the mouth, like mm. no peeing, and yeah, unless you pay me. Yeah, I'll do you a ton I mean? of things for a fee. <laughs> yeah, no, for at least ten thousand dollars, I will. Will I pee on anyone? Oh come I on, that's easy. Not in my own home. Yeah, that's it. That's another thing. I don't like sex in my own sheets. Because then I'm like, uh, now I have to sleep, like, in this cup. <laughs> <laughs> like, who's going to wash these? No, no, no. All of my, my hard no's have to do with, with just, cleanliness. Like, hygiene. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. I'm just that person. Would you lick someone's armpit? Oh, no. I like to pretend <laughs> armpits don't exist. <laughs> Oh, oh my god, no. how do you feel about bad breath and like just halitosis? It's terrible and I feel like you know when it's coming on. That's why I think making out is like exhausting because it sucks <laughs> the moisture out of your mouth. All of a sudden the bacteria has nowhere to fuck off. It's just gathering. Now I gotta like bend over and get an extra out of my bag. I'm no, I think breath is important <laughs> and I think that everybody needs to self-manage. Be honest. Like if you're, I'm like sometimes mid-sex, like, oh, I need a drink and I need a mint. Like I just yeah. need something because it's, it starts to fester and that's not hot. 
Mm-hmm. And that's why I don't really like morning sex because I just feel like Talk I'm gross. It. It's gross. It's just not like no part of morning sex is pleasurable to me. Like everything Obviously. is stale. It's been sitting there. <laughs> like you've got sleep in your eyes. You know, literally, you, it's just not cute. Nah, 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 no, 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 no. No, there's nothing cute. Honestly, let us know in the comment section below if you are a morning sex person. Morning sex people are psychopaths. Mm. They will kill you. What they is the benefit? They will actually kill you. What is, like, for what, fam? Wow. Maybe if you live that nine to five life, you have to. <laughs> but, yeah, no. <laughs> it's a must. It is a hard no for me. Unless you're straight out the shower. It's it's a no but for me. But even so, it's like, if I'm going to be straight out the shower, I don't want to have sex and then put on playing clothes and go about my day. I need another shower. Mm. It's a no, right. thank you. Yeah, it's just a no. It's just a no. Okay, I've got one more question for you, just yeah. to to wrap up the episode, I guess. Because I know this we can has talk been about a long sex one. all day, but I think yeah, we'll continue to talk about it. So if you've got any suggestions, let us know how you want us to discuss it. But this question is uh, one I found on Twitter, mm. and it says, <clears throat> oh, "It's more of a statement." Ladies, stop having sex with men who aren't capable of your financial responsibilities. What is he bringing to the table? Now, I'm of the belief it's not everyday husband. So I don't know if this is a consideration that I would make or take. But what are Mm. your thoughts on this intersection between social status, sexuality, intimacy, romance, like getting your knock, getting your city suck? Like, Where does it start and stop? And do you do you think yeah. that statement is damaging or do you think it's helpful? That is such a good question. I find it very regressive. And this is where everyone is going to drag me. But I find like the Twitter feminism of like niggas ain't shit. So make sure you milk them of all their money. Men are trash and are already benefiting off of your oppression. So make sure you date a millionaire. Mm. Um, I find that very regressive because it... It makes humans or it makes love very transactional, which I find like, let's just go back to the to the 1600s when like marriage just treated women like property. I don't I don't see it as any different from that. And although I I see the politics and the power dynamics and men benefiting off of women's oppression. Yes, all of that is right. But at the end of the day, if you're entering into any relationship, with an outcome in mind, an outcome that's transactional, then actually I feel like you're playing yourself because that outcome is distracting you from the bliss of experiencing a human being. So for me, I guess it also depends on like, what is the purpose of relationships? For me, the purpose of anything, including relationships, is to evolve, grow and have a good time. I find money irrelevant to that, especially because I can make my own. And I'm also quite a passive girlfriend in the context that, like, I don't really expect or need much from anyone, really. Um, I don't expect a guy to provide for me. I don't care for a guy to provide for me. Um, It doesn't make much of a difference if a guy is a millionaire or not. Because I will be a millionaire. So I'm at the end of the day, like I'm deciding what quality of life I'm living. And he'll either rise up to meet me or he won't. But I think that's not relevant to how much he makes. So yeah, 
all in all, this is a very long-winded answer, but I just think it's regressive. I, it's just, it's Twitter feminism. And I think it's mm. like, it's popular. That should be a topic. You know? Let me put that in the Honestly, notes. Honestly, yeah. I actually find Twitter feminism really damaging, really regressive. Um, not progressive at all. It's very rooted in bitterness as well. Mm. And anything rooted in bitterness, its fruits will be bitter <laughs> as well. So I, I don't see who that benefits, honestly. So if you're only fucking a guy, or let's say you, that's not the only reason you're having sex with him. Um, I'm someone who is bougie. I know that I'm bougie. I like the finer things in life. So I make sure that I work enough to provide those things for myself. Get it. So when I meet a guy, the only thing I'm expecting is like, are you going to help me grow and evolve? And are you going to suck my titties? Yes or no? And that's all I th- I feel like if you attach any more expectations, outcomes, you're playing yourself because anything outside of you will eventually fade away. So mm. you're playing yourself. How do you feel? There it is. Yeah. There it is. It's not for me. Like I mirror your sentiments on I everything I want I have. So all I need yeah. is to be intellectually stimulated for you to facilitate my nut. Um, climax optional in that way Um, and for you to not embarrass me (laughs) don't embarrass me (laughs) you know I just feel like falling in love with potential is embarrassing it just means you're not comfortable with the person they are now therefore in some ways you embarrass me whether or not it be the way your mind works what you do for a career who you choose to hang out with what you're influenced by if I don't align with it or don't respect it, it probably embarrasses me in some way. Mm. But that's a whole other episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can get into it. We have. We should get into it. We're gonna have. You know what? We need to have another episode on who pays for dates because this is very much related to the question of who pays for dates. Is it men or is it women? Is it gendered? Is it not? Mm-hmm. So we'll we'll get into all of that. We certainly will. But wow, this has been a really good conversation, and we haven't even like touched the surface. the surface. Like honestly, like we've barely dipped a toenail in. Honestly, this was just this was just the starters. This was just the fruit salad <laughs> before the meal. <laughs> so we're definitely gonna go in. Anyone who's listening, send us in your questions. Let us know what your thoughts are. What's your relationship with sex? What is your relationship with porn? We'll have another episode on porn. Absolutely. Um, On masturbation, on all the things. Is there anything that you feel like we should have touched on that we did not? And what is your relationship with dating broke niggas? That's what I want to (laughs) know. Because you know what another thing is? I've, I've dated both like rich niggas and broke niggas i don't know the difference in experience has very little to do with money and a lot more to just do with like how cerebral that person is and how thoughtful that person is i agree although i find that being broke becomes more of a mindset than a way of financial means so that's why i try not to date broke (laughs) talk about yes there definitely is like a broke 
a it's a work mindset. I know, like, or like you a know a work mindset when you say <laughs> it's not even visual. It's just like that's really the way you put two and two together. Literally. Like, why are you talking about stealing from a grocery store? Like, what is happening here? Like, that's where the scarcity mentality aligns with dating broke. It's just oh like God, this can't be yes. more. It isn't more. Yeah. Oh gosh, I'm scared. Thank you guys so much for listening. This has been a long one. If you've listened all the way through, we love you and we appreciate you. And we'll see you in our next episode. Bye. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.